Welcome to the Future Sickos Podcast with your hosts, Brendan Detzler and Derek Lee. What is up, Future Sickos listeners? Welcome to episode 22 of the podcast. As always, I'm joined by Derek Lee and with a very special guest today. We're also joined by the king of movie quotes and the king of your city, Brady Kachuk. So how are you doing today, Brady? Doing great. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Oh, it is truly our pleasure. I just wanted to start off. I noticed that you're wearing a, a, a sweater with a regular shirt going on. And most of your pregame uh, shows lately, you've had uh, your, your shirt ripped a little bit. Is that just a little more room to, to breathe? Is it, is it just the V-neck that's coming back in style? What's going on there? Yeah, more of a classy look tonight for dinner. So um, not 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 a, a party mood with the cutoff shirt right now. So, um, you know, keeping it class. We're going to a nice spot tonight. So. Well, date night, so gotta look good. Where, where, uh, where are the boys headed? Uh, I think we're, I think we're going to Mati. So okay, nice. Is it, nice is it on you? Like with, with the new paycheck? Well, has, uh, has it's, most of the it's just gonna go. Yeah, just gonna be me and my girlfriend. So, so I was gonna put it on her tab. No, no, <laughs> but no, it's all good. No, it's unreal. Um, another another thing that I noticed that uh, it was actually so it was Liam's Martian that gave you the tip off to to bring up uh, the the rip shirt. Another thing you got a tip off of is uh, is you bumping some tracks and showing off your DJ skills thanks to him. So I'm curious. Uh, I, I know there was like that video of you last weekend that that made it around of of you playing some beats, and I'm curious if uh, there was some new Adele that you were bumping or maybe some levels by Avicii. Well, what's your your go to track to get the people going? Oh, that's a, I'm all over the map with music. So listening to the new Adele song, but I'm going, um, those songs from like 10, 15 years ago. So all over the map. I don't know what's coming on my playlist. It's like 600 songs long. I just, I randomize it. So it's, uh, could be rap one song and I could be really, uh, heart to heart the next song. As long as it's provocative, gets the people going. <laughs> Always gets the people going. All right, Brady. Uh, I'm not sure if you were aware, but you caused an absolute shitstorm on social media this summer. Like people were actually tracking your car, your plane tickets, and kind of fighting over whose rumors were more accurate. Some of those rumors suggested that part of the contract negotiation was the organization's commitment to spend money around you. Um, can you maybe just comment on the importance of that commitment and how that ultimately led to your long-term contract with Ottawa? Yeah, well, I love being here. You know, I love you know, the teammates of City. It's, um, you know, feels like home. And um, I just love being here. And it's, it sucked not being here for, you know, those first couple of weeks of training camp. And, um, you know, I felt like I was missing out. But, yeah, I think, uh, I mean, it shows the the commitment that the ownership has given uh, um, to us, to the players, the fan base that um, they're willing to spend and, and they're willing to they have that commitment to winning. And um, you can see that with some of the guys on our team's contracts and um, no future guys are going to get paid too. So I think that kind of shows us the commitment. And, and I know I'm super happy, super excited to, to you know, be here for seven years. And, um, you know, we have a pretty special group in the locker room and um, now we're going to do a lot of great things for sure. Awesome. Moving to the next uh, pressing topic that Sensor seems to be blowing up over. So 
Webster's Dictionary defines the word captain as a title or brief explanation appended to an article, illustration, cartoon, or poster. Leaving Mr. Webster aside, I'm curious how the word captain would be defined in Brady Kachuk's dictionary. And also since it's becoming abundantly clear who the next captain of the Ottawa Senators is going to be, can you give us a little insight as to why you feel Tim Stutzel is the obvious choice? Well, Timmy's just a great guy. So, I mean, I know everybody would rally around Timmy. Anybody would rally around anybody on the team. It's, there's so many great leaders in, in our locker room. There's so many great people, great guys, and a lot of great friends in that team. So, um, you know, whoever it is, it's everybody's going to have their back, but there's so many great leaders in that locker room. And what, like, what do you think, what do you think a captain is? Like, I mean, like we look at, you look at a lot of teams, you look at some of the great leaders over, over the years. And I mean, obviously your dad's been around some awesome ones, but, but I'm curious for you, like, what, like, what do you think uh, the responsibility is? Like, did, like, is it, uh, it, it, does the C matter that much? Like, just like leading things on the ice in, in the room? Like what, what, uh, I don't know, like what, what would that mean to, to have that kind of honor bestowed on you or, or anyone, I guess? Yeah, I think, um, no, that'd be, you know, pretty cool. It's, you know, whoever it is, it's, uh, it's an honor and, and uh, it's a privilege. But what the great thing with our team is that everybody in that locker room leads, you know, in their own way, whether it's on the ice, off the ice, in the locker room, everybody, everybody's a leader. And I firmly believe, uh, firmly believe that within our group, that's, that's um, especially true because um, everybody does the right thing at the rank, away from the rank. And, we're all really tight. So, um, no, I, I think it's definitely a special honor, but, um, with our group, anybody can, can be it because, um, everybody does it just the right way every single day. Yeah, that's, that's a great point and kind of leads me right into my next question. Uh, this team is building kind of a reputation for being hard to play against. Um, and I think really creating, um, a positive culture internally, it seems like the organization focused plenty of attention on creating tight bonds, even from like the earliest onset of this rebuild. Uh, Brady, I'm wondering if you could speak to that tightness that you were just talking about of the group and the fun sort of hockey environment that we see as fans. Yeah. I mean, what you guys see is pretty much how it is. We're always smiling, always laughing, always cracking jokes. I, you know, I sometimes see the comments of, all the pictures, you know, practice of all the guys smile and laugh. It's true. It's, we have, to, we come to the rink every day. We all you now want to get better, which, which every day we put in the work to get better and, and we all have a blast doing it. So I think that's, you know, really important on our team and it's kind of how it is now. It's, you know, we've played with, you know, certain guys for the last three, four years and have really gotten to know them on a, you know, a personal level, not just, you know, as teammates. So um, there's everybody's, you know, great friends in the locker room and, um, like I said, it's just so much fun to come to the rink every day. How's the uh, separation been now that now that you and Timmy and Josh aren't all under the same roof? Do they have bunk beds set up in a room close to you or something that they can stay over in? Or, or are you guys still uh, finding ways to hang out a lot outside the rink? Yeah, well, I haven't seen them as much uh, outside the rink. It's, um, I haven't been to their apartment complex. They're not live together, but right next to each other. So, um, yeah, I, I, I told Josh that. He's got to cook dinner for, for me one night at his place. So I could see, you know, his setups, see Timmy's and kind of get a little reunion, but yeah, we don't see, uh, see each other much, uh, you know, away from the rink, but um, we had such a great time last year and it's just, it'll be just an animal house again this year. So 
Um, it was probably the, the smart decision to kind of all go our separate ways, give each other some space, but um, definitely a memorable year, you know, us all being together. Hey, uh, Brady, sorry, uh, Brady, any comments on those atrocious looking pumpkins that they tried to carve? I haven't honestly seen the, seen that video. I mean, I'd be right up there with chirping them, but um, I haven't quite seen those videos. But um, knowing those two talents, uh, they uh, they definitely weren't probably pretty. Oh yeah, they were they were miserable. <laughs> they did they they even took the like they copped out and picked their numbers to carve, and they still looked really really bad. Like Josh oh, missed the middle of the nine, so it was just a big block. <laughs> Hey, thank yeah, God that's just expected. Their hands are better on the ice than off the ice, apparently. Yeah. So that, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Their creativity is way better on the ice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. Some of the stuff Timmy's dropping. Like, do you, do you ever just turn your head watching this kid play sometimes? Like, what is it like to be to be around him? Like, it, what do you see his ceiling as? Do you think he's just going to be just an absolute incredible dynamic player in the in the league for years to come? Absolutely. I think not only him, but I think a bunch of guys – on our team where we haven't even reached our potential yet, which is probably the most exciting part of, of our team is, is that we've all improved drastically from last year, but um, there's still more, you know, in our games to reach. So uh, not only Timmy, but bad Josh, we, the, the list goes on and on. And, and you no, know, we don't have guys on our team that are probably going to be on our team, you know, down the road. So excited to see those guys play in, but no, it's definitely, you know, with him and with everybody, it's, Sky's the limit in our team. You know, we have definitely big goals ahead of us uh, down the road. It's unreal. So what, one thing I am very curious about, Brady, is just what it was like to grow up and growing to being a full-time NHL or under an all-time great like your dad. And so basically, like, when, when we found out that you're going to be coming on the show, I spoke to my girlfriend's dad, who's been uh, a linesman in the league for a long time, just, just to kind of get some insight on, on Big Walt and – he essentially said two things. The first one is that your dad is all class. And the second one is that he has legs like 200-year-old tree trunks. So I'm wondering if there's any major lessons your dad has taught you that have stuck with you until this day. Or, like, is he on you about growing legs as big as his are? Yeah, well, well that's funny because he's always told us two things. Not close to being, you know, all class or tree trunks. But um, the two things he taught us growing up are – just compete and be a good teammate. So I think that's stuck with Matthew and I, and you know, every step of the way since we were young. So um, now he's always been um, supporting us, even now it's, you know, there's positive negatives for each game. So um, he's always still trying to help out. So definitely thought we had a, you know, a little head start in our development and having him uh, you know, supporting us and showing us the ropes. Is he like, what's your relationship like now, like now that you're in the NHL, like, is it, is it more like, is he kind of a friend? Is he still like a mentor to you? Like, is he like still giving you shit after games or is it kind of more like, I don't know. I know like, obviously like for myself at some point I grew up and my parents like kind of stopped giving me shit about everything. So I don't know, like, well, maybe not everything, but like, is, is it like, is he talking to you kind of like, how has that relationship evolved? Yeah. Well, he, he'll always be a mentor to me and, and, as I'm getting older, as I'm hearing more stories and um, just kind of not shocked, but just uh, all the stories about how no Grady was as a person, how he treated everybody um, right. And then how he just was a friend to everybody. So I, I'm still, he's still a mentor to me in that aspect. And uh, no, I, I mean, he's still, no, there's always positives and negatives in each game. And um, I mean, he, 
he's a part of it as much as anybody. And, and uh, he's the reason why I got into playing. I mean, and uh, he's definitely been a mentor to me, him and my brother. So, um, yeah, still has his input on each game and, and how I play and um, still learn from that and still use that as a crucial tool to get better. And one of the games we always circle on our calendar now is Kachuk Knight, Sens and Flames. Uh, Brennan and I actually just grabbed some seats for next Sunday's game when your brother and the Flames are in town. You and Matthew certainly seem like different players on the ice, but you also have this really strong bond off the ice. Uh, we talked a lot about the influence of your father and the influence and impact that he had on your game, but uh, I'm sure Kachuk versus Kachuk is something that had to push you as well growing up. Uh, can you speak about your bond and maybe supply us with your best Brady versus Matthew moment? Maybe when you first realized that you could beat him up or win every face off against him? Yeah. Well, I don't know if I've had that moment yet. He's uh, we've just, he, I don't think there's a bond, anything like it. It's ever since we were younger, we we're always doing stuff as, as a duo. And um, you know, there's a time when he was 15, I was 13. He was, five ten however big he was and I was just a little kid so that was probably the toughest age I was just getting my butt whooped butt whooped every day and um yeah I mean I just think that helped me out too so much it's that made me tougher he never took it easy on me and I was always fighting as much as I could to just try to beat him in something so um he really you know pushed us pushed us both in that aspect where you know I was always full out every single game to try to win so um, I'll forever be grateful for that, but yeah, I don't think there's a bond like, uh, um, that, that we have, and, and that's, uh, stronger than what we have. I'm just curious if you were a center at some point in your career, because just because of your success in the face-off circle, particularly. Yeah, I played center like youth hockey. And then I, when I went to the U S national team, I switched to left wing and I think I would just take draws very sparingly and just whenever somebody gets kicked out, I, I was confident to be able to take the draw. And if not, I was going to try to put up a fight with it. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I played youth hockey, but haven't really played center since I was you know, 14, 15. Too much skating. <laughs> yeah. Way too much back checking for that. Oh, too much. <laughs> Leave that stuff to Josh. eh? <laughs> oh, yeah. To speed. Just say, hey, Josh, take care of this one. I'll, I'll see you at the far blue line. <laughs> Actually, so so speaking to Josh, I'm I'm curious. Like, it's pretty cool to to have the opportunity to not only play with like one but multiple. It seems like of like your best friends on like a nightly basis, and being able to like be around those guys and spend as much time with them as you do. But focusing on Josh, I'm curious how much of your chemistry that you established playing together, kind of at like that U.S. national development program, has translated into the NHL. And do you think that? that chemistry has like evolved over the years as you continue to kind of continue to develop your games and fine tune your skills. Like, is there still like ways that you guys like surprise each other and, and work on things together? Well, I, th I think so. It's uh, yeah, it's crazy. Ever since I think it was day one of our first day of the U S program, we were line mates. And for two years, we didn't really I think we had one or two games without playing with each other. And he got hurt at, at one point is you seven are you 17 years. So, I think we've been playing together ever since we were 15, 16. And, and you know, then we went off to college and then eventually kind of connected back. And when I, whenever he got, or when he got traded, he was, you know, I think upset at the, at the start, just with not knowing, you know, what was going on. 
that we kind of put it together that we'll be able to play together like we did at the U.S. program. Then when he played the first game, uh, it was against Montreal. It was, it was pretty cool that we were able to, you know, share the ice together a couple of shifts and, and kind of go back to, you know, the good days of the U.S. program. And now just being together, it's, it's, it's a pretty cool story. And it's pretty unreal to be able to play with on a line with one of your best buddies and um, kind of come full circle. So uh, it's definitely pretty, pretty unreal to, and it still is pretty unreal to play with him. When, uh, when, when he was a part of that Carlson trade, I'm curious, like, was, uh, did Pierre kind of ever give you like a heads up that he might be coming your way? Like, was there ever kind of like any dialogue? Or was it kind of just a nice little surprise for you too, that <laughs> you saw the trade rumors? You're like, Oh, sweet. Best friend's coming. Yeah. I, I think I was just so just trying to make the team that I might've heard. I was just like, ah, love it. I can't wait. But I'm so like over anxious <laughs> about trying to make the team. I'm like, Oh, Josh, I love you, but we can't really, I'm just trying to make this team right now. And no, but uh, we were definitely, we, I remember we had a FaceTime, I was FaceTiming him and you no, know, we were both talking about how pumped we were, but now um, yeah, I remember how surreal of a couple of days that was just with all the, you know, the media and, and all the, uh, the news and, and trying to, you know, go get into camp and all of a sudden it breaks, uh, the internet kind of explodes with uh, all the speculation and then it happened. So it was definitely a crazy day and I was, first day in the NHL I was like oh boy is this is this an everyday occurrence with all this uh media and stuff like that so no but I was I was super excited to see him and, and see him uh, be a part of this organization for sure yeah you definitely came in at a pretty hot time media wise so I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure that's one way to to ease into it So, uh, Brady, one of the most exciting things that this fan base has with the evolving young team is that playoff potential. Uh, you see other teams with arguably more talent in the skill department get to the playoffs every year and sometimes completely fold up, even in the first round sometimes. I'm not pointing any fingers, but <clears throat> Toronto. Uh, yeah. With this group, uh, it seems that uh, once you guys get there, kind of look out uh, is – is this team built for playoff success in your mind? And what does playoff hockey look like for Brady Kachuk? Cool. I mean, that's, I think that's everybody's goal in the locker room is to get there. And, and with the way we play, I think we would surprise a lot of people. And it's a best of seven series with, you know, our team who's, who's not fun to play against. And you know, I think we pride ourselves on, on trying to be the top five hardest working team in the NHL, if not number one. So, um, when we get to that point and and hopefully it's sooner rather than later it's we'll be able to work hard but also back it up with skill too but um i think each day each each game is an opportunity to for us to learn how to play that right way and, and play establish our identities be a hard-working team be a fast team be physical and and i think our game translates to playoff hockey pretty well but obviously we'd have to wait and see uh you know whenever we make it but i i definitely do believe firmly believe that deep down that uh, when we make playoffs and like I said, hopefully it's sooner rather than later, then we'll be a team that a lot of people have to keep their eyes on and uh, we're not going down without a fight. And I know that's everybody's belief in the locker room. I know that uh, when Tyler Boucher got drafted this summer, that was something that Dorian and man, I believe spoke about was, was that you actually said like, this is a great pick. Like this is our kind of guy. Um, it, I'm wondering if like you could speak to maybe any of your like experiences with Tyler at all, or, or just like wh what, uh, his brand of hockey is and, and why it fits well with Ottawa. Yeah. Well, I, uh, I actually saw Tyler once this summer up in, uh, 
the Michigan area. I was um, just seeing some of my friends and, and obviously he was still around. So I'm um, able to hang with him, but I mean, I, I just really enjoyed my time with him. You know, he's a great guy. You know, love, you know, chatting and, and uh, shooting the shit with him. And um, no, he was, he was great. I really enjoyed it. And then uh, you know, I've, I spent some time, you know, just looking at some of the draft guys and, and knowing kind of where we're picking, just, just kind of going on YouTube. Like I feel like everybody usually does look at highlights and stuff. So, um, you know, saw his game, heard about his game. He's, no fast guys, strong, physical, um, kind of got that, you know, power forward feel too. So, um, no, I really like those types of players. I, I feel like, you know, guys growing up, I really like Jamie Benn, Tom Wilson, and and those types of guys, those types of, you know, impacts those guys have on the team, the locker room. So, um, no, could just kind of heard about that's kind of how he plays. So I definitely was really excited for, <clears throat> for him, and um, I was excited myself. Another guy that uh, I, I think that you enjoyed being a teammate with, and it seems like your relationship kind of really uh, blossomed after being a teammate, and uh, so much so that the sleeve monster even appeared to attack you at his wedding this summer was is Mark Stone. Um, and I'm curious, like, if you could speak to kind of the level of like what kind of like what Mark meant to you, and um, how he was a mentor for you, like when you stepped into the league and how your relationships evolved. I mean, even living in his house. So I'm just, I'm just kind of curious, like uh, if you could speak to that relationship a bit too. Yeah. Well, well, uh, well that night got away from me, so I'm not gonna, not gonna downplay that one. So that was definitely. It was like your night. sleeves did. Yeah. I, I was confident. I was doing some biceps, triceps before the, before the wedding. So I had to show him no, but that was definitely uh, a great night. And it was a great night celebrating them. And uh uh, but yeah, he, he, he treated my family right from day one. And, um, right when I got here, he, you know, day one or day two of development camp, he took, uh, me out to dinner and made me feel like I was a part of it without even sure if I was going to sign or not. So that just speaks to kind of how great of a person he was. And, um, like I said, he just treated me like family and just, um, took me in, you know, mentored me and, and I learned so much from him and still keep in touch with them all the time. So. Um, yeah, he definitely left a major impact on me for sure. Is that something that you kind of took with you? Because it seems like every new player that comes in into this organization, um, all of them say, oh, the first person that reached out to me is Brady Kachuk. Yeah, I just think it's, it's important. Those guys, you know, it's a huge milestone that those guys kind of make, you know, whether it's they get drafted, they sign, it's, it's a huge milestone. And, and you just want them to feel comfortable right from day one so that's exactly what I learned from not even Mark before me but there's just guys before me who treat me like family right from day one so I think that's um, important to a successful team is just have a welcoming family kind of vibe to our locker room and um, once you're part of it you're part of our family love it welcome to Shea Brady um, all right, so Brady, moving on to the uh, the next segment, we're gonna g- go into a couple speed rounds here before we let you go. So, so we have a segment uh, set aside for you called the most likely twos. Um, basically, Derek and I are going to read you a hypothetical situation, and want, we want you to name the guy or guys on your team who would be most likely to be guilty of this sort of crime. Yeah, perfect. 
All right, so which teammate is most likely to lie about his score on the golf course or use the foot wedge when no one's paying attention? I've actually heard this. I have yet to golf here with some of the guys that have been here. I think what I've heard is Thomas is like that. Is, uh, you know, changes up his lie a little bit. Just, But I don't know. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't witnessed it with my own eyes. just a rumor going around. A little suspect with that ball in his pocket. Yeah, a little, a little rough. It's, it always seems to have a great lie. <laughs> he keeps getting <laughs> propped up. Uh, so, so for the next one, which Ottawa senator would be most likely to show up 45 minutes late to a dinner reservation with the boys and say, sorry, fellas, you know how traffic can be? I say Timmy. Timmy's always late. So that's, that's, a, that's the easiest one. I you, even, in the, even in the BMW, it's not making him any quicker? No, he's usually waking up from a nap 15 minutes into the reservation, <laughs> and then he's just going to nonchalantly get there 30 minutes later. Oh, uh, Timmy, late on the back check, late for dinner, mean, <laughs> man. <laughs> um, okay, Brady, um, who, of the uh, who of the bunch is most likely sipping on a strawberry daiquiri when the rest of the boys are having post-game beers? I say Josh. Josh is a character, so <laughs> I'd, I'd say he – I don't know if it, it's – it's that's a tough one, though. I don't know who would be just different. I think it would be Josh, though. I think he'd give me the – he'd give me that strawberry deck, even though that sounds unbelievable right now. Oh, imagine that. <laughs> might be a good play. It might be you, Brady. Yeah, seriously. I was, <laughs> I was thinking, oh, maybe it could be me. I like strawberry daiquiris. <laughs> Uh, which which player would be most likely to dodge out on a boys' night by saying that they're going down for a 20-minute nap at 8 p.m. only to not wake up until the next day? Oh, man. I got to go with Timmy again. He loves his naps. <laughs> Whenever you say naps, it's, it's Timmy all, all the time. Hey, it makes sense, man. I tell you, he's yeah. so young. <laughs> yep. Loves to sleep. Which teammate is most likely to show off in practice? Like maybe no one feels like skating super hard in the bag skate, um, but this guy's just going above and beyond and making everyone else look bad. Yeah, I wouldn't say making everybody else look bad, but okay. um, Nick Nick Paul, but he just show off like his sick dangles, like just like skating up the ice. Like it's just something like that. Like he's got a crazy sick skill and he'll like just show it like just crazy times. It's pretty cool. But I say he's... He's the one that'd come up with like something outrageous when necessarily didn't have to, but you can back it up with that skill. Hey, has he got you meditating at all? Has he got any of the boys meditating? He does not. No, no. That'd be a, that'd be pretty. Yeah, depends on what time. The meditation might sound unbelievable. <laughs> I remember him saying something that like meditation was like massive for him refining his game. So I was just curious if he's running any. Uh, any pregame meditation sessions? Maybe yeah, that's something you can yeah, yeah, nothing that I've been I've been witnessing. <laughs> maybe maybe you haven't been looped into it yet. Yeah, I've been in the other room. So, which send would most likely uh, hook up to the Bluetooth speaker in the dressing room and have "Good for You" by Olivia Rodrigo playing? Calm boy, easy. Loves his music. Loves music. It's there's some music I've never heard of, and he just has a pop and knows the words. It's, you know, yeah, I just came up thirty minutes ago. I'm like. How do you know all the words? It's like I've listened to it like 15 times. I'm like, all right, so, so the song's good, I guess. And then he'll play it for a full week. 
And I'll never, <laughs> never hear it again. again. <laughs> never hear it again. He's a big, like, big EDM guy. Um, no, he's just like a, he's kind of all over the map with his music too. It's 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 you know rap, country, just he knows everything. It's pretty impressive actually. <laughs> he's got a good skill. Maybe he should be the DJ. Yeah, nah. he's he's pretty money at the at the DJ. Him and him and Delzato. Yeah, Uncle Deli is isn't he a DJ like official? Yeah, yeah the EDM is is the mixes he comes up with this are pretty pretty sick that they're always on. So it's nice before the game too. Nice, gets the people going. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> awesome. So the the last segment that we'll move into here is just called Name That Movie. So we wanted to do something special for you since you seem to have a knack for it. Uh, and that's referencing movie quotes. So Derek and I are going to run off some movie quotes and you have to guess or just tell us wh- which movie they're from. Cause I feel like a lot of these are just going to be layups for you. Considering, uh, perfect. Uh, considering your, your wide amount of knowledge. So th- let's start off with a doozy. This one, this one I'm, uh, I'm feeling pretty good about. All right. Vincent Van Gogh. Everyone said to him, you can't be a great painter. You only have one ear. And you know what he said? I can't hear you. Oh, my God. I just see it. Like, that's the only issue is, like, I see it right in front of me. And I just, like, on the spot, like, I don't know if I'm a little bit. No, I just, I see it right in front of me. And I don't want to embarrass. It's, I know it's Will Ferrell, right? So I just. It's not. It isn't? It's not. I have no clue then. Steve Carell. See, I don't know that, that much about. I'm a strictly Will Ferrell based. Guy. Right, we'll get into some Will Ferrell ones. But right, that, right. So that was, that one was dinner for schmucks. Yeah, I don't know that. Like, I don't know like that much. You know who's pretty impressive? It's is my brother. He's the one that really can list off everything. I'm I'm only strictly like those big ones. But your your dad even came out with some Billy Madison quotes. I was kind of impressed. Oh yeah, we we uh, we love that movie too. That's that's a pretty good one. There's some pretty good quotes to that one. I feel like you're going to know this one. Um, so he, so here it goes. This is going to sound weird, but for a second, I think you took on the shape of a unicorn. Uh, it's so tough. Like, oh, man. That's... Will Ferrell was in this movie. Yeah, I know. I, I, that's, I, I, I can see him. I can just see him. I'm looking at my TV. I can just see Will Ferrell's face right now. Man, I don't like it. You guys are putting me on the spot right now. I'm not. I'm not confident my abilities. Step brothers. That's like, oh could, man, that's what that's what makes me upset. Is I should know this. You could let him guess. <laughs> I don't want to be right. like, oh yeah, talented and nice, and be like, oh step brothers. Oh shit, I'm embarrassed. All right, here's here's a lay, here's a layout. Here's a lay, if you don't know this one, I'm, I'm utterly shocked. Yeah. Well, um, actually, a pretty nice little Saturday. We're going to go to Home Depot. Yeah, buy some wallpaper, maybe get some flooring, stuff like that. Maybe Bed Bath & Beyond. I don't know. I don't know if we'll have enough time. Oh, man, you guys are killing me right now. I, I, I'm just being put on the spot right now. And I like, I, I see all, like, besides the dinner, for, dinner with Sprocks, I had no clue about that one. <laughs> that one was so far out of my, my genre. But I don't, I don't know this one either. I don't know where it's from. Think about your celly. 
Look at my shirt. Oh, my boy, blue, old school. Got it. <laughs> That's uh, I only, the big one. I know everyone's streaking. Yeah, who will call? Everybody's behind me. <laughs> All right, let's let's try this one on. You turned my beautiful Prius into a nightmare. Oh, this is a good one. I like that one. Dirty Mike and the boys. The other guys. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yep. there we go. Nice. I think you're gonna get. I think you're gonna get on a hot one here. I've got, I've got two lined up for this one, just in case. So the first was the painting was a gift, Todd. I'm taking it with me. One in crashers. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> Todd. <laughs> Todd. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's give this one a shot. No one lives forever. No one. But with advances in modern science and my high-level income, it's not crazy to think I can live to be 245, maybe 300. Man, I could see that. I don't know this one, but I could see it. Like, I, I would need to, like, if I watch it, I would easily be like, all right, that's fair. I don't know this. Is it the other guys again or no? No, it's Will Ferrell. This is a suspect delivery by you, Derek. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, I don't know. This <laughs> this Talladega a... Nights. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's – this That's this one This one you got. It's too damn hot for a penguin to just be walking around outside. <laughs> Billy Madison. Yeah. Nice. That's so funny. I love that movie, too. Oh, I love Adam Sandler, too. He's hilarious. <laughs> No, he is. Damn yeah, you people. Go back to your shanties. Oh, I don't know that one. That one, I guess, <laughs> that's, a, that's, that's what the dinner was for right now. I've got no clue. <laughs> Happy All Gilmore. Right. I think, yeah, I, uh, that one. I think, I think, I think we could finish it off with that. I, I'd be pretty surprised. I, this, this movie, I would argue, is the most quotable movie of all time. Um, but I just don't know about the quote itself. But maybe I'll give you another one if you can't figure this one out. Why would you park in the staff parking lot? Because, I mean, you're not staff. I'm going to need that other one. You're going to need another one? All right. Um, oh, what can I think of? Here, I, I've got one, too. Where did you get these clothes? At the toilet store? Oh, that's the worst. I know this <laughs> one. Oh, man. Where did you get these? Toilet store. Oh man, is that a? Is that the? That's gonna be a gamble, but I'm confident. No, no, I don't even know. Do you know what that was, what that one's from? Sorry, I'm, I'm getting some help here on this one. You, you, a can call, you can call a friend for sure. Yeah, call a friend right next to me. What do you think? Um, Why like it's off the top of my head? She's googling it, isn't she? <laughs> yeah. yeah no she, we're, we're calling a friend yeah uh, anchorman <laughs> yeah 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 i, I could just oh man that, that movie is that might be a sneak peek for down the road a little halloween costume yeah that's up that's up next to the list what do you think of anchorman <laughs> too i i don't know i don't know that I was a fan uh, i like brick he's funny <laughs> he's funny <laughs> He's just always he's always good yeah, for a laugh. Yeah, he's funny. So I don't know. I, I, I like the Doug Humor movies. They're they're hilarious. All right, the last one. It's you, McMuffin. <laughs> oh, that, so God. that one's that one's the same as the first one. 
And then the okay, I'll give you a schmucks one. No, 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 no. Okay, that one, and then <laughs> he I'll picks give you another, another dinner for schmucks. <laughs> yeah, <Dinner for> schmucks. <laughs> what, what a dick move! Just, just keeps staring you. No, that was the same. That was the same as this one. One name. Who are you, Seal? The first one you. The first one I got. The last two. And it's you, McMuffin. Oh man, I don't know that one either. It's super bad. So I like I, I know McLovin like that one's a, like that I, I don't know much quotes. I said McMuffin. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that one. I should have known that one though. <laughs> no, no. I honestly we we appreciate uh, we appreciate you holding on there. Definitely, definitely put you in a bit of a spot. I think we got the brain juices flowing. Um, oh, I, yeah, I, I think I see some thinking. some beads of sweater are coming out there. But. Yeah, you guys you guys put me on the spot there. I'm a, I'm a little nervous now. I gotta go watch my movies. <laughs> All right, man. We'll brush up on your knowledge because I, I, I think, uh, I think that's definitely how you should be spending your day off. Is, uh, <laughs> is working, working on those. Yeah, I'm gonna go watch Jennifer Schmucks right now. After dinner, <laughs> it's underrated. I'm telling you. I, I've seen bits and pieces. Haven't gotten fully into it, but I'll watch it one of these days. Awesome, man. Well, Brady, thank you so much for coming on the show again. We, we truly appreciate it. Um, it. It was an absolute pleasure. And it was great to, to finally get to meet the guy kind of face-to-face in a way and, and show off some of that personality that all these Sens fans definitely love to watch. Uh, I, I know, obviously, it goes without saying that you're an absolute fan favorite. And we're super happy that we're going to get to see you on, off the ice for the next seven years. Well, I appreciate it, guys. Thank you for having me. It was a blast. Thanks, Brady. No problem. Thank you, guys. The Future Sickos podcast is presented by DraftKings. While I might be a huge Ottawa Senators fan, whenever the Buffalo Bills are playing, I have to be watching the game. I also have to be betting on the game using DraftKings. New customers can now bet just $5 on any one NFL team to win their game, and if they do, will win $200 in free bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code THPN, bet $5 on any NFL team to win their game, and win $200 in free bets. If they win, you win with promo code THPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official betting partner of the NFL. 